When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Good morning, loyal subjects. Hello, Brady, my loyal Brady. Good morning, Mum. Where is loyal Brett? It looks as though he is not here. Getting his dick clipped. That's right. His dick clipping is scheduled for this morn. I had mine clipped years ago. Did not know that. Yes, Brady. Loyal, loyal Brady. For over two decades, you have been by my side. In honor of the death of the queen, I'm speaking like this all morning. Yes. Oh, boy. Yes. I was... Trimming hedges at beautiful Balmoral. I was attacked and killed by my beloved corgis. Tattered? Tattered my body about. I wore too much DEET to protect against the dreaded mosquito. They drug me into the woods where I was eaten by a Scottish bear. My eyes plucked out by Scottish vulture. Oh, Brady, I'll be interrupting everything for the next four or five days. Boomerang, zoomerang, toomerang, Brady. You deserve it, Cutie. I wave my magic boomerang and came back to life. Oh, enough of her. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. I, uh, I, I got so much fill of the queen yesterday. I've walked around for a good 16 hours speaking like that for every... Hello, loyal refrigerator, which houses my loyal Coca-Cola. It, it was nonstop. All the, and last night after the game, I turned it over to ABC uh, with their two-hour special that has been morbidly uh, in wait. I mean, it's so finished. And the, and the weirdest thing about it is they act like they threw it together yesterday. Some of these tapes are old. 
of people saying, you know, they basically had to sit in a room and go, all right, you're a historian for uh, British this and that. She's dead for sake of the interview. Just act like she's dead, okay? And these people are like, well, then, of course, now that the queen is gone, dead, of course, they're, they're pretending she's dead so they can have this entire video package ready to go the yeah. second she drops. Oh, yeah. So all these interviews of them saying she was, you know, past tense in her like crazy, are, to me, that's so morbid. I don't think I could sit in a room and go, all right, let's do a big thing for when Tripp's dead and act like he's dead now. Eulogize him right now. Well, now what? Well, now that, you know, Susan is in charge, we have no idea what to do. Uh, will she be a solid leader now that the queen is dead? <laughs> it's like she's not really dead yet. You're just play pretending. Isn't that kind of awful? But ABC, CBS, everybody had two-hour specials ready to go in the can. So ready. It's All so that- creepy to me. <laughs> hey, CNN had a special. They've had to update them a little bit because they had oh, them sure. ready for 10 10- 15 years, maybe. Oh, yeah. No, they've always got to add. It's like, my God. They probably had them ready before Diana was gone. Yeah, they've had, uh, she's been ready to go for it. But uh, after, you know, I, it dawned on me yesterday. Was, uh, she died like right after the show. And at our show ended, not, not because she had to, she was evidently had to listen to the last in Yeah. Now that they're gone, I'll pass. Uh, Larry, Larry, I kept Larry. saying, kept saying, yeah, that's what she's probably the last word she was saying. Larry, 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 L A R Larry. Goodbye, crew world. Cougars. But yeah, so it dawned on me as because I'd been saying she was going to be dead by noon all morning yesterday, and then when I finally made the bet for money, I gave her till one in the morning. Brady, you beat us to the punch. I think you won the, the Queen Death Pool just by saying 1030. You yeah. went you went early, and I was going to go earlier, but I'm like, ah, she's probably got the day. And plus, it was nighttime. I didn't think it even announced until the next morning. This is the first time that all of us, I doubt we have, uh, very, very much doubt we have anybody who's 80 listening to the show right now. Uh, all of us listening are living in a world with a king of England. Very first time. In a consort queen. Yeah, well, consort queen, I don't care about. I, First time ever, king of England. For yes. All, for all of us. Chucky three. That's right. And we've never had that before. It's always been the queen. We've never had a king. And they, they talk about their kings and this and that. And never had it. And I was like, wow, this is the first time in our world we have a king. And they're changing their national anthem, which I had never thought of. Because it ends with, God save the king. Oh, queen. Yeah. yeah. That's what it's called. It's now God save the king. And they're telling everybody, I didn't know this. Amy here in the building is infatuated with royal uh, protocol. Every single news agency, imagine this here. Every single news agency, the royal websites, everything goes black until that uh, group at you know Buckingham Palace or whatever the PR team is fires off the notice that says, here's what you can say. You're all done. Everything goes dark. The BBC turns off. The news organizations shut off. There is no news until they say you're ready to go again. And it is, it's called uh, London Bridge Has Fallen, and they've been planning it since the 60s on how to handle when uh, the leader of the, uh, the monarchy passes. It is amazing. And it, yesterday, and Amy's known about it for a while. She goes, look, I've been doing that. And she showed me all the websites. They're done. Nothing Interesting in because um – I just randomly uh, came across something on Instagram. It's the royal, uh, the official royal website of, uh, right. you know, and they post all that stuff. They posted a couple of things yesterday, and they were, I didn't look at them 
but uh, one or a couple memos. So maybe that's well. It's the thing. To- yeah, they post once they're allowed to turn back on, they can do it. Yeah. But they're, you're shut off until they say different. And it was everything went black. And they even said like when BBC goes black, that's how you know London Bridge has fallen. And that's what the call they get: London Bridge has fallen. Shut it down. It's amazing, and the and it happened in. Record speed, like immediacy, was amazing. And so then, there could be some people on yesterday watching TV, and all of a sudden they're, they're old Benny Hill episodes. <laughs> no, I don't just, know about Benny Hill. I think Benny goes, Hill rolls on. I don't. <laughs> I don't know that Benny Hill reruns are canceled. And I love that you very. It's bigoted old, to do it. Yeah, you would assume that the faulty towers. Most of England is watching 1960s comedy of England because they haven't advanced it. But the TV. Hey. Goes, What's going on here? They shut down my Monty Python marathons. <laughs> oh God, that means London Bridge is down. No, they, yeah, it's a, it's an amazing process because they were they were talking about it on one of the news things on the internet. I was looking, I said London Bridge has fallen means it all drops, it all stops, and how completely. quickly they execute immediately. It it's just, it's almost like a button that shuts off. Now, if you could imagine, you know, if we had a a, a monarch, even if our president passed away, how fast Fox would celebrate. How quick CNN would be on it, and all the misinformation and news that gets thrown oh, yeah. all over, and they make sure it's like no, there will be one message, and that will be the message that uh, you know comes from Buckingham Palace. That will come from the royal family. It will be announced by us for the media, and that will be the one message that goes. the The news stops, and uh, they tell you what's next, and you don't go off on your own. It's crazy. It's pretty neat, too, actually, when you think about it. It's like, look, it's our story. We're telling you how it went. Yeah. She might have gotten tattered by her corgis. You're not going to hear about that. No. They're going to tell you what they said happened. And like we were saying yesterday, she could have been dead days ago. A day. Yeah. They could have found her out there and left her in the grass. And all. Where's Queen Mother? Is anyone, oh, my God. Is that her laying out in the grounds of Balmoral? Charles, we need you over here. <laughs> right. They had to get everybody in. Harry yep. didn't make it, evidently. They keep making a point of that. And I think they're He's being there, um, do they, the But he, the he, wives aren't. Well, Harry didn't make they it stayed with the, by the time she died. Yeah. He was late to – he got to right after. So I think they're being pretty honest about it. Yeah. Because she's 96. It's not like there was some controversy to her passing. They're trying to say, you know, why isn't, uh, you know, Meghan Merkel there? Because they hate her. Everybody knows why. But then Kate Middleton is not there as well. She's right. with the kids. And there's reason. There's like well, there's, there's nothing. They get the one's, direct family there, right? But one's busy, the other one is hated. <laughs> so they're they're trying to tie right. it together, right? And it's going to get worse, which is going to be more fun. There's our already. Um, Kirby is the one who pointed out. You know her last words. They have that printed out. Yeah. England lives on. It's usually something dramatic. All my possessions for one moment of time. Right. That's. I'm sure that's no what way. she uttered. Get a glass of water. I've just myself. The Queen Mother has herself with a royal feces. Say something more flowery about it, though. Don't don't print that as her last. Oh, God, my bowels are exploding. That's, that's blood, isn't it? Those were her last words as she looked down at her thighs. That's blood, isn't it? Oh, God. You guys. Or say something about um, the Rose of England and uh, make it make it like all my worldly possessions. Uh, for just one day or something beautiful. Don't say that her last words were, oh, sh- that's blood, isn't it? <laughs> Those will be my last words. Is that, doctor, is that, oh, God, that's blood, isn't it? Oh, mother. His last words were less than flowery and less than God, beautiful. I, it says at the time of her death, she was reported to have a full inch of makeup on her face. Mm-hmm. 
See, now this is why they <laughs> shut is, down the news. It's because right. who cares and that's dumb. Put on another layer of base and foundation. Oh, sh- that's blood, isn't it? <laughs> I wonder how many people have died with that as their last words. Is that, that's blood, isn't it? Oh, sh- And I wonder if that's recirculating. That could be uh, Elizabeth One. But she's covered in makeup? Who knows? Yeah. Why would they do that? Start reporting on Elizabeth One's death. Well, people are crossing over, just Googling Queen Elizabeth, and oh, then it oh, pulls oh, up no. either one or two. Right, either way. I don't know why they'd report all that on her either. But, yeah, it was an interesting day yesterday. Because uh, inundated with the Queen's – and I see our flags are at half-staff. I assume that's why. I'm not sure. Yes. Okay. I want to make sure that something else didn't happen they, yesterday. They, they were dropped by noon. Yeah. And then I had, you know, 77 minutes of pregame for the uh, football yesterday – which included very little football information. I got to see uh, the Black National Anthem, which is done 38 to 40 minutes before the game to like a COVID-sized crowd at the arena. And I'm like, all right, rise up and sing or whatever. And here's the thing about the Black National Anthem. I don't care about whether they have it or not. But if if you drag out a bunch of African-American inner-city L.A. kids to be the audience for the Black National Anthem, they have to know the words. They can't sit and be stunned by what's... They, they have to know the words. If you're bringing out that group... Now, I know nobody knows it. I have uh, talked to a couple of friends of mine who are... One is half African-American, we call them, yep. and then the other is uh, just a, a full-on black guy, and they both shake their heads like that. No, I didn't even know that was a song uh, two years ago. And when that started to show up, I've heard of it. I had no idea what it was. You, you, I'd lost every bet in the world trying to sing it. And I'm like, so then it doesn't, it's just pandering by news organizations. And there's a faction of people who know it, but not many. But if you're going to make it a big deal and televise it because you're trying to be, you know, the most woke NBC can be, the black kids you roll out onto the field have to be able to sing it. It has to mean something to them or it's meaningless. I hate when they pan through the crowd at the that game. That should be a tight choir. I, well, it wasn't a choir. It I was, know. These kids I'm were, they were inner was- city football players. Who they drug out to go, this one's for you, kids. And they were looking around like, what's she singing? Like, this is, this is the worst Nelly song I've ever heard. Uh, but when they pan through the crowd for the, for the other national anthem, I guess the white and other national anthem now, uh, and people are singing the wrong words, or they're getting, I, that bothers me too. And the one fan in the Japangelus shirt. I loved him. That's a great shirt. Japangelus is a great one. Yeah. I've seen Chinangelus. In when I lived there, which I thought was the coolest thing in the world, except for it had the Chinese flag on it. And I'm like, ugh, I can't wear that. But Chinangelus was pretty neat. But that was down by Chinatown. But the, uh, yeah, if you're going to have an anthem that separates you from the regular national anthem, or uh, as they say, adds to, and I don't see that happening, uh, you have to you have to know it. Like your the people that it's for have to be like you have to start teaching your kids that at an early age. You got to learn that. Or you're going to be embarrassed when they start singing it, and you're looking around like I don't know this one. You got to know that one. If you know the words to a Travis Scott song, uh, you have to know the Black National Anthem. Was and, that about and 15 minutes before? 15. I missed it. About 40. 40. Okay. I mean, they did That's it real why. early. And then they did stuff about, you know, and then there were like... But it got more time than Ozzy's concert. Ozzy's concert got like six seconds, and rightfully so, because I think right in the middle, he's like, you know, singing Crazy Train. They whispered in his ear, the Queen Mother is dead. Oh, God, no, really. What happened? Was she tatted by those corgis? I've been warning her. Tell him now. Go let him know. He's scaring people. That mic stand was keeping him up. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't there for any 
uh, audio purposes. It was keeping him up. But yeah, they had like us, uh, and then they did an intro for uh, black fans. I mean, NBC was the most divisive thing ever. They had Sterling K. Brown do an intro for how terrible America is and how we're all united through football. And then they did a white one with John Hamm. And I'm like, I saw that this one. This is the second. You're, boy, you're racist. You didn't even watch the black intro. And I'm like, what about gays? I was, I was and late to the game. Asians and uh, Mexicans and Indians. And yeah. I mean, if we're going to be this, I don't Unified. Understand. This, I don't understand. If we're all looking to get you, all NBC did last night was divide us into groups with the different anthems and different uh, 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 or visual openings. And, and then let's just play some goddamn football. This took, you had a two hours to fill. You could have. You could have done a half-hour uh, pregame and gotten everything you needed in. And outside no of Collins your, were slide? Yeah, outside of your uh, political. I thought for a while I, there. I agree. I mean, that just they just filled time for two hours. I thought for a little while there, because they were being so divisive, that Chris Collingsworth was just going to call Mike Tirico Black Al. It's going to be a great night tonight, Black Al. I think we've, we have got ourselves a heck of a football game, Black Al. Stop calling me that. All right, Black Al. Al Michaels isn't here anymore. Now there's black. I'm pointing it out. But yeah, I, and then the game happened, and I'm like, finally, football. Because I was getting a little bit. I wanted to watch more on the Queen than I did the pregame nonsense that was going on on NBC, but I couldn't take my eyes off of. And I, I truly think it was the most divisive you can be in their attempts to unify everything. It was like a, it was like a kid's high school project. It was very segregated. Oh, it was completely segregated. I, I'm, I'm, look, I'll stand by it, and you can explain it, and we can disagree, but I do not understand a black national anthem at all. Not at all. I understand our national anthem has some verses in it later in the game that changed the, the whole meaning. Of the, it's, a, it's a, like, but we don't sing those parts. Either, so that's uh, fine. The only way, I mean, the point of the unifying is, well, okay, and come up with one song for everyone. That's the point of a national anthem. Yeah. An anthem for the nation. All of us. But what they're saying right now is they've got a beef they, with the original. We've had one. There is a beef with the original, but yeah. we don't sing those parts. So take it for the meaning it has. It's crazy. But, I, yeah, watching that, I was just like, okay, I guess this is what – and it's NBC. It isn't, it isn't uh, yeah. races. It isn't anything else. It's them pandering to the idea of look how woke we are. Look what we're doing that is so on the side of – but it isn't. It's exclusionary. If I was a Mexican, I'd be like, well, we got – Indians. I'd be like, well, where's ours? We got screwed more than anybody. You had a team called the Redskins for 68 years. I mean, NFL, get on it. Do, do a, a ceremony for Native Americans. Of course, then you're going to have to do all of them, Algonquin, uh, Navajo – Apache. Well, they've been able to uh, unify the tribes a little bit. You know, we like have as four, white four people. nations. Yeah, we have. We have as we've, white people. <laughs> yeah, white people have unified the tribes. Brady, we put them in like, camps. There's too many of you to remember. Here's what we call you. There's four groups, and they're like, no, there's like 831 tribes. Four. That's as far as we're going to. You're go. under this umbrella, right? You guys fall under this one. We've done the testing, and they're like, whatever. Just before they start handing out blankets again, just go with it. Have you seen the? Uh ancestry map of the whole North America that's been circulating around of no. all the tribes? There's gajillions of them. Gajillions. Yeah. And we, we as white, are like, we, we we've, we've it narrowed down. it down. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, we haven't. And they, they and you couldn't have one anthem there. And my point. Yeah. Like, you make, you go, you got to do an Algonquin. You got to, you got to cover everybody. Yep. If anybody has a national anthem that they need sung before the other one, 
It's the Native Americans. I don't. I wouldn't be for that either. I don't. I think if we've got a national anthem that everybody hates, and I don't think anybody does, then we uh, then we change that. But as it stands, the one we've got, flawed as it may be, later in verses that no one knows. Could we have one that unifies um, the white Cherokee woman? Because everyone has <laughs> yeah, they got ten percent Cherokee. Yeah, she has high cheekbones. <laughs> the white American Cherokee woman. Because her grandfather, five times removed, was a Cherokee or something like that. That makes her a tenth. Yeah. She's once a Cherokee, <laughs> Indian white woman, Cherokee, Indian white woman with hot cheekbones. <laughs> and that's why she's so pretty, according to her. USA. Uh, every girl's got it. Yeah, you're right. Just enough, but not enough for <laughs> yeah. scholarship money. <laughs> Elizabeth Warren is a white Cherokee woman. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. She's the example I use because you couldn't tell by looking. Instead of Cherokee people, it's Cherokee yeah. white. <laughs> yeah, we're Cherokee, <laughs> white, Cherokee white. Yeah, I, I think people could get behind that. We had. I would watch the hour and a half. All right, <laughs> fans, please rise for the forty-four singing of anthems, starting with "White Cherokee Woman of Ten Percent Heritage with High Cheekbones." She has hot cheap, and they put out like five white girls in college. I'm half Cherokee. Well, not half, but eight percent. What's your other ninety-two percent? I don't know. So you're an idiot. You're eight percent idiot because you go around telling people you're a Cherokee woman. <gasps> That's racist. If I'm eight percent anything, I, I've dismissed it. It's not making enough of a difference in my world. I'm not going to dive into the lifestyle of the Cherokee people, even if today I found out I'm eight percent Cherokee. I don't think I'm just going to start showing up. Hey, guys. 8% of me is you, uh, so that's nothing. You've been through nothing. Yeah, I know. I've, I've experienced none of the lifestyle, but 8% of the blood's inside me. And now, the 23andMe National Anthem. So you think you're a thing, but you might be another thing. Scottish, Cherokee woman, with German descent, and a little Azkabani Jew. Toledo, a little of yours, could have the Encomagna Man. Yeah. Ashkenazi Jew. That's the point of an anthem. A national anthem is supposed to be for the entire nation to unify and have its meaning to you individually, good, bad, and otherwise. All it represents. But we are stupid, so we're going to do more dumb things that, that divide us up. But again, if one, where is the homosexual anthem? Where is it? YMCA. It's, it's raining men. And then you got to have a lesbian one, which is welcome to the WNBA. That ends quickly. I, I, it's, it was, last night I'm watching, I'm just like, we've lost our, we've lost uh, the, we've lost the script. It's the plot is lost. And then football started. I'm like, football's back. And then the Rams crapped the bed. The Bills are a good team. But the best part about last night is the overreaction of day one. Oh, Rams are one. done. Stafford can't throw ever sloppy. again. Sloppy. Just sloppy play. I don't think They're it was that sloppy. Last. I think they got their asses kicked. Oh, they got their well, asses. I they didn't did, see but I didn't see sloppy play. There weren't a lot of penalties. There weren't a lot of like A lot of turnovers in the first half right, right off the bat. I th- because of good play. Right. I mean, to yeah. me, that first interception was stolen. There was one bad pass, and it was by Josh Allen. 
He threw the bad interception. Stafford, I thought, oh, just and the f- and the fumbles were good. Um, they were hits. hits. Yeah, yeah. These, the one, the yeah. last one, man, that guy punched it. I what thought was so it in good. the in the second quarter when I think Tarico said we've had twenty two passes completed. Yeah, not all. Yeah, none of them hit the ground. Right. A couple of th- that's right, Black Al. Some <laughs> of the things are just getting picked off. That's their problem. But I was uh, I thought it was crisp. I thought the game was really well played for the first game. The turnovers were were there, but they were, I thought they were forced. I thought Josh Allen's got a little chip on his shoulder. Well, he's, he is playing, man. man. That dude has graduated to the next level. He's got a whip. Caliendo got quoted on national news. Comedian oh. Frank Caliendo said Did he Josh tweet? Allen can stiff arm a planet. Okay. Well, what Frank and I were texting did each Frank other last night. Frank text that to you, or yeah. did you no, hear that? Yeah. <laughs> I, hear, I heard it this morning coming in. Uh, Caliendo and I were uh, live uh, texting each other during the game for some reason, uh, basically as the queen the entire night. Just, <laughs> oh, what a play. Josh Allen has a hose. <laughs> we just sent voice texts back. Texting texting oh, yeah, yeah we were you. loving it. We were saying it. <laughs> it was great fun. But, yeah, uh, but I watched it. I thought for week one, I thought it was great. But of course, afterwards, Matthew Stafford can't run. Matthew Stafford can't throw. Uh, they are they they're nothing without Odell Beckham. Where's their run? Like their offensive line got blown up last night by a by the best team in uh, the AFC as it stands now. And Odell Beckham Jr., who I very rarely agree with, said, "Watch the BS storylines, and they're counting out the Rams after one game, like they didn't just lose to the team that's most likely coming out of the AFC." Fact. You played a juggernaut. That Bills yeah. team yeah. is loaded, oh, yeah. and they looked great last night. Both defenses were. You have four turnovers in a game on the road, and you win by twenty-one. You're the most horrifying team in football. Oh yeah. So I was, I was impressed, especially the way it started. There was zero shaky. There was nothing shaky Not about the beginning. Too many penalties. None. Yeah. Nothing shaky about last night's start. I mean, Allen started ten for ten, and then had that pass get intercepted by a great defensive play. And Matt Stafford, it away. I mean, it was great. Yeah. It was really good. Uh, I thought I didn't see slop at all. I was watching crisp plays. Everybody was running well, and then the Rams just got their asses kicked. Everybody always wants to make an excuse like it's the team that got their asses kicked right. fault that they did this. Right. You're going to get your asses kicked if they right. played perfect Trust or me, otherwise. McVale put the beat down on a couple teams this year, and they're fine. They're yeah. they're probably still going to be uh, maybe even the 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 team that represents the NFC. Remember last year. The Rams had a four-week stand where they didn't win a game. Oh, yeah. Everybody counted them out then. They were too. like a game over 500. They did this to Brady a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I think he lost the second game of the season. They're like, well, they're done. And Tom Brady looks terrible. Like, uh-huh. And then they won the Super Bowl that year. Dear John, black listener here. Yeah. There is no such thing as black national anthem because there is no country of black. <laughs> exactly. I'm American, and the American anthem is my anthem. Damn right. Thank you, anonymous black who could be lying. About his blackness, just to be a white guy speaking for black people through text. But I'm with him. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's the least unifying thing in the world to say, hey, we're separate. Here's, out, here's your anthem by color, which is racism. Here, we're going to separate like celebrations by color. You're black. This is yours. You're white. This is yours. That is racism in a nutshell. Dear Brady, those Cherokee whites are as Native American as Jake Ryan in your favorite movie, <laughs> right. Vision Quest. <laughs> That's right. I forgot he was an Indian in that. <laughs> That's right. He was that uh, Native boy. Uh, the 16 Candles guy, right? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's, as, as, you know, it's just, it was, it was frustratingly annoying because I'm like, well, I want somebody to stand up. Like that guy right there. 
uh, somebody, a prominent African-American stands up and says, and not on Fox News, like a, right. like a good normal person that says, we got to stop that. Right. Well, not if, on any of the cable news. Right. I don't, I don't know anybody who's that upset. Like, that's not even a thing to be mad about. And you can have, like, that celebration uh, and have it, like, if you're having a, a, a meeting or a, a gathering of, you know, uh, the black colleges or NAACP right. meeting or something like right. that. And you're like, this is a song that unites us. That's a beautiful thing. It feels like pandering on the NFL's part and it on is. NBC's part it's, especially. It's ridiculous. And that's all we do. And I just wonder exactly that. What was the in, the intention on it was to, uh, you know, come out with a song that is a new song that would unify. But then all of a sudden someone Nobody around wants said, that. oh, no, this is the this is now the. Black national no, anthem. Nobody's that mad at the national anthem. They're trying to make us mad at the national anthem by saying there's two. And it's divisive because it's good ratings. It's entertainment-based, and the only people doing it are news operations. No one else is. We're not ever in a discussion as citizens of the planet, of the United States, ever in a discussion saying the national anthem has to go. Nobody, maybe 2% of the entire population is mad at the national anthem to the point where they think it needs to go away. And they're just bitter and mean people. That is not. That is such a small. Th- and I'm look. I'm a nutball. I think it's treasonous to have our flags at half staff for a, for the queen. Did you? I, agree I mean, there too. I agree. I don't think. I don't. Jeff I think Bezos has been catching his tweet. I didn't see he it. He tweeted a quote that's saying this person of a genocidal nation. I mean, it was pretty about oh, Great Britain. Like her twenty billion dollar in wealth is yeah. all stolen. Right, and well, um, that goes back ages. And so he, I know he's, that's not hers, yeah, yeah. but he forwarded that and said, "Right, should we be look? You really? can't you can't look at people's past. She was pretty great as a queen. She adapted through the times. Early on, yeah, he beat up Ireland a little bit. He kicked right. the crap out of those poor dirt people over there eating potatoes. India, put your thumb on them, <laughs> smashed down. But you know what? She freed a lot. Oh yeah, she had a ton of she had her foot on a lot of things. Yeah, 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 yeah. She ground you know, her heel into cool. a lot of countries that uh, like a cigarette. But that's what you did South back then. Africa. Absolutely, but look over it's the time. Timing. It's over the- over that, she uh, she looked around and said, "You know what? We need to change this." I will free the good people of Hong Kong because the lease is up. Right. That's basically we what happened. I don't want to resign. Yeah. The I don't lease. want to resign the lease. <laughs> too many Hong Kongians. The place is overrun with them. So yeah, I look and everybody that wants to. That to me is just crap mentality of like, oh, you don't have a time machine. You can't rewrite the past. Settle down. She she didn't do anything uh, horrible to she was she pretty progressive there especially the last forty years um, and and uh, then, yeah, yeah the monarchy she's, she's is just it, representing the monarchy then of course more than but the monarchy was around in eleven the Bible then let's cancel that if we're going to go back and that was a horrible thing it, it, uh, they wiped out terrible some, uh, wipeouts uh, uh, in the name of religion so enough of that nonsense let's live for today and understand that if it wasn't Jeffrey Dahmer or Adolf Hitler the person doesn't but I don't think her flag should be at half staff it's a different nation. We wouldn't do it for. I mean, they're great friends with us, and we're kind of our. Yeah, we had a skirmish a while back. Our twins, right? But that that flag should be up to the top right now, and we can do our own personal mourning. But that's me. I'm a bit of a nutbag. I also think that at half staff, it's a nice gesture, but it shouldn't be. It should be reserved for American citizens. That's it. But that's me because I'm I'm an insane person who speaks like a ninety year old now. But yeah, I just I, the football game took. I knew it would take a back seat. I thought more to the Queen than anything else. They did a pretty nice job of, of not bugging me all day about that. Although they did throw it over to Coda Hockey there for a little while to do a tribute to that. Weird. Yeah, they didn't turn sad. up her mic and she's <laughs> standing around quiet. with people at ten o'clock in New York. <laughs> 
Yeah, to talk about the Queen for a second during the Rams and Bills. And we'll game. have all your information tomorrow. Oh, great. Yeah. I won't be watching. Back to you, Chris and Black Al. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, not Kathy Lee. That's a great. That used to be a hell of a show there, Black Al. I love Josh. It's just he's just so good at football. Thanks. He gets he gets away with saying the dumbest things with because he's so uh, energetic about it. Uh, he just knows how to throw a ball. Well, he's a quarterback. I would. That is the dumbest statement. You said that with such an emphasis on it. His feet go left, right, left, very fast, calls it running, and I'm impressed. What? That's a basic statement. You're the king of it's the a obvious statement. Madden delivery. It is, but it's, it's as dumb. <laughs> when the ball's in his hands, good things happen. Well, yeah, because if it's not in his hands, it's called a fumble. It's the worst thing in the game. I like that, Black Al. But yeah, the game was uh, the game came and went and everything else. Uh, today is a very special day for us because it means uh, there's uh, no chance of at least one family making more dagos, and I think that's great. Uh, Brett's getting his oh. nuts clipped and burned in about an hour, and we're going to get them live on the air when the shots go in. I'm going to sign up too. There's no need. You're doing it too. Ah, there's no need. Yeah, why, you, why am I carrying around? Oh, you're staring around? at your kid last night, just hating him. No, he was oh, okay. good last right. night actually, just, but no, there's no need to make another <laughs> one. Yeah, oh, I agree with that. There was never no, you know, he's a what, nice kid and all, but there was no need. What are my no chances need. of getting better than him? There's no need to make him. There was no right. need to make either of right. us. We just happened, <laughs> and uh, we don't need that again. You're right. Go get him buzzed off. Yeah. I had Brett uh, reel in yesterday because I've been telling him it's painless for, and then I just kept <laughs> telling him, look, those needles hurt, and I just watched his eyes change. He goes, "If you, you're messing with me," and I'm like, <laughs> "I mean, no." I had it done. The needles going in are excruciatingly painful. And then Larry's like, don't listen to him. It's not bad at all. I'm like, yeah, it is. It's bad. And then I just kept following him around going, boy, it, now that I remember it, like thinking about it, I don't know that I'd do it again. It hurt a lot. <laughs> I hate you right now. Are you kidding around? I'm like, it's bad. It hurts. You're going to be in a lot of pain. You'll be fine. I mean, no, you're not. You're not going to be fine. It's going to hurt a lot for days. My guess is you're going to have one of those bad ones. Turns everything black and blue. I got lucky. You're messing with me. I've seen the video. <laughs> like, all right, Brett, go get him, kid. Good luck. <laughs> Dr. Lynn has slip-ups like 30% of the time. Sometimes he just slices that bag in half and he's got to sew it all back up. It's bad news, man. Good luck. Good luck in there. But Brett's getting a vasectomy this morning, which I'm proud of him for. I think that's great. No royal bloodlines for the Vesleys. <laughs> vasectomy. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, though, shall we? 585-9800. Uh, you guys fired off. You can throw it on Facebook, too. Uh, put it up there. I know you put that page up already. So we'll get the, uh, the, the wake-up songs all ready to go and scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.